Hey y'all, today's episode is sponsored by none other than Afro Boho Vibes. This is a super dope and slightly witchy boutique online that you can shop with at www.afrobohovibes.com. Now me personally, when I shop with Afro Boho Vibes, I'm going for the jewelry. But that's only because I love the home decor stuff they have. But as y'all know, me and the Roz literally live on a semi truck. I don't really have a purpose and a necessity for home decor. But when I come to your house, I do want to see some Afro Boho Vibes decor in your humble abode. So hop on over to the website, check out all of the amazing stuff that this black woman owned business has. You can get your spiritual tools there. We have full moons that are coming up. We have a full moon ritual and a new moon ritual every single month. You can get all of the tools that you need to explore um, these rituals on the website. You can get your home decor stuff on the website and you can get your jewelry on the website just like me. When I went to California, I took my celestial earrings with me. They have the half moon on one side and a sun on the other side. And I told y'all before, I like to keep my masculine and feminine energy balanced. And so having this reminder on either side of my shoulders really helped for me to embrace both sides of my divinity whenever I was on the beach hanging out in the jacuzzi butt-ass naked it was just such a vibe and I want to share that vibe with you I want you to experience that vibe so hop on over once again the website is www.afrobohovibes.com you can also follow twin spirit who is the owner on Instagram at Afro Boho Vibes, and don't forget to let her know that Queen X sent you. Peace. Welcome back to the Queen X podcast, the podcast where we discuss ways to live a life with an ash free mindset. I am your beautiful brown skin, melanated, hyphy host, Autumn Black. And today I'm doing an interview with a homegirl, a sister friend that I met through Clubhouse. Clubhouse is the dope new social media platform that entrepreneurs and business-minded people, women, men, black, white, Hispanic, everybody is getting together on Clubhouse. And I've been hopping over to a couple different clubhouse rooms, adding value to room, to rooms, <laughs> and letting people pour over me the knowledge and, and advice and experience that they have. Um, and it's connected me to a lot of dope-ass individuals that you guys are really going to enjoy on the Queen X podcast. So today, I am bringing you Jasmine Anderson. She is a black woman that runs and owns a company called Boss Babes Love Brunch. Okay, Jasmine is going to break it down and tell you exactly what that means, exactly what she does, and exactly how she is changing women's lives through brunch. Don't you love brunch? We all love a good brunch, okay? Who doesn't want to eat and get drunk in the middle of the day at the same damn time and then go to the house and pass out and act like nothing ever happened? But it's more than that when it comes to Jasmine's brunches because she's bringing together entrepreneur um, women 
business-minded women so that they can come together and create community in a very, very, very original and authentic environment. So I brought Jasmine on the podcast because I wanted her to break it down to my audience, how she balances and keeps her feminine energy while at the same time being a boss ass CEO out here and getting things done. Homegirl is getting it done. She is putting her pedal to the metal and changing lives. And she has to exist and work in her masculine energy in order to be able to get things done. But she keeps it real feminine, real cute, real pink and paisley. You know what I'm saying? So Jasmine was a wonderful, wonderful guest to have on the podcast. I cannot wait for you guys to enjoy all of the knowledge and the optimism and just her energy all together. So enjoy. Oh, but before we get into Jasmine's interview, let's take a break and enjoy a word from our sponsor. Hey, Jasmine, how are you? I'm good. So welcome to the Queen X podcast. Thank you for having me. Yes, it's my pleasure. As soon as we connected um, on Clubhouse, I was like, uh, gots to get her on the podcast ASAP. This is the energy that yes. everybody needs to feel. <laughs> I love it. And I'm, I'm loving the power of Clubhouse, um, connected, like-minded people. So I'm happy that we were able to find each other. So I want to now give you the opportunity to tell my audience a little bit about who Jasmine is and what it is exactly that you do. Yes, thank you. So my name is Jasmine Anderson, um, AKA also known as Sincerely Jasmine, um, which is my personal brand. Um, And I am the founder of Boss Babes Love Brunch. Um, So Boss Babes Love Brunch ultimately is a platform Um, used to provide spaces for Black women entrepreneurs, professionals, and creatives um, to create, um, to connect, celebrate, and create through womanhood. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, and it's a beautiful platform. Whenever I went and I checked out your Instagram and your site, I'm just like, this is exactly what we have been missing. Like this, this level of professionalism and just genuine tenderness towards each other and care. Like the brand is absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. And, and hearing those terms like genuine um, when it comes to uh, people seeing the brand, I think is very important because community and uh, basically just being able to build that genuine connection with one another, that's my biggest goal. So I'm, I'm really happy that you were able to see that. Yeah, you definitely got that across. So for a person um, who ha- is not familiar um, with exactly you know, what goes on at your brunches, can you kind of tell us a little bit about what type of activities or um, just what it is that you do at your brunches that kind of cultivate that energy? Yeah, um, so there's all different types of activities that happen. Um, so the original event, uh, first of all, Babes Love Brunch, it was it started as an original idea of just an event. So I coordinate all different types of events. Um, so I felt that I personally had the desire of a women's empowerment event um, that was a little bit different than what was happening. Um, this was at the time when uh, women empowerment kind of became a trend, uh, so to say. And I would say a lot of those events and just a lot of the content around uh, the terminology was becoming 
this like mean girl club, very clicky, um, where it's like, if you're not in, you're out and you're a consumer. Um, so I wanted to be able to create a community where everyone felt a part of uh, what was happening and not just like they were there to uh, learn from someone specifically, but for us to all be able to network and learn from one another. Um, so the first event was September 2018. And then we created a series of events moving forward uh, after that. And as far as activities, we typically always host a, a discussion panel featuring various uh, women entrepreneurs from different industries. Uh, we try to not have like one specific uh, industry focus so that way it can speak to everyone in the room. Um, I think that's important because I know a lot of events kind of focus on maybe we'll focus on the fashion industry or we'll focus on the beauty industry. Um, I kind of like to mix it up so it can everybody has a little bit to pick from. Um, we also have various events depending on the season. So I've had massages um, happen, which is self-care is a big thing, a part of the event. So massages, mimosas, always some type of wine. We had a rosé uh, event where we had a wine sponsor and it was a wine tasting. Um, we did a vision board version um, leading into 2020, which was very interesting <laughs> with us having such a crazy year. but. That was one of my favorite uh, brunches. Oh, that's dope. That's a, now I love when as soon as you mentioned massages and wine, I'm like, yeah, let me get a ticket. <laughs> yes, yes, we love to have some type of massage or something to just kind of add uh, self care to the event, and you don't just feel like you're just coming to work. Right. And that's one of the things that I absolutely love about just being an entrepreneur is getting to like work doesn't have to always look just like work or like office work. So the fact that you are doing something that's making work a lot of fun, um, I just I, I think it's beautiful. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's important um, when it comes to being a woman, but being a woman, whether it's corporate uh, or whether you're a creative full-time entrepreneur, I think having that balance is very important. Um, so obviously we like to have the professional aspect of the events where there's vendors you can uh, buy from and network with. Um, there's obviously speakers you can uh, ask questions and you can interact with all of the your fellow entrepreneurs and professionals. Um, but we also like to provide the balance of just come, have fun and unwind. So how did you know that doing brunches, like hosting a brunch event was something that was needed? What were some of the like problem areas that even inspired you to go ahead and push this to the community? Um, I think for me, it was really that personal desire um, for a space to, uh, to be able to build with women. Networking has always been a very important aspect of my brand. Um, I've always been able to like overextend myself in regards of going to events and sharing cards and, you know, following on social media and following up. Um, but I wanted to really create a community that I felt a part of. Um, and I know that I had like a lot of friends and like, you know, business besties that felt the same way. Um, and a lot of those places and events and um, spaces for women at the time, I felt a lot of us felt like we were other, you know, you'll go into the event, you'll get a drink from the bar and you'll kind of walk around, but it's like, you're not really networking or talking to too many people that you don't know. Um, so kind of being able to create the opposite of that. And I think that that's the biggest thing for Boss Babes Love Brunch. We want you to come in here and feel like you're leaving with 12 sisters. 
Yeah, because I can tell you also as a huge networker myself, I've been into a lot of rooms where it's very stuffy, it's kind of clicky. And for someone who isn't, you know, really who's more of a, an introvert, it can be very intimidating going into a room. Exactly. Yeah, you just don't feel comfortable. Um, but when I was going through your Instagram and checking out your pictures and even just the comments that people were leaving on um, a lot of the pictures, people that have gone to the events and experienced it, I mean, I wouldn't be able to tell that a lot of these women are strangers to each other. Yeah, and it's, it's so awesome to see women come from different cities. Um, most of the events that we have have been hosted here in Philadelphia. That's where I'm from. Um, but to have women come from all over to speak, to vent, to be a part of, or just attend the, the event based off of our social media uh, community has been amazing. So I think community is just really a, a driving need for, for us. Yeah, well, you definitely did a great job of cultivating that. Um, so we've talked a little bit about how, about the, you kind of cater to entrepreneurs as well as working women that are in the corporate arena. Are there similar issues or struggles that you can tell that they deal with that they benefit from having this community? Yeah, and I think just like we both said, really just being comfortable in those spaces. I know a lot of my corporate girls are like, uh, you might work in predominantly white spaces or predominantly male spaces where it comes to like those after hour, you know, after work uh, happy hours or after work hours where you want to maybe hang big, hang back and um, socialize a little bit more, you might not feel as comfortable. Um, mm -hmm. So being able to really provide that space for people to step outside of their own com comfort zone. Um, so when presented those opportunities, you, you feel a, a little bit more comfortable just because of how comfortable you are here. Um, and the same thing with creatives, you know, we go into those events where you may have people who have millions of followers or thousands of followers and you're like okay I'm here and I bought this ticket but like I want to get this picture with this person or you know like what am I actually going to gain from this am I actually going to be able to ask him a question um so really being able to build that confidence and that balance and and networking have you encountered any like major struggles when it comes to either planning the event or even, you know, at an event, maybe people not um, getting along so well, or have there been any problems or any issues? No, shockingly, it, it's always such like, I personally always leave full of like so much love and just like, it, it's so positive every time it's actually, crazy to see because me like as the coordinator and the person that's like mostly moderating the panels and like setting stuff up like I'm like all over the place so I don't get to do as much networking as I'd like which sucks <laughs> um, but to after afterwards and sit back and look at social media um, and see how many people connected with so many people that they didn't know or to see how many people that connected that I didn't know that you know personally that came to the events and I would say about 80% of uh, our like guests at our actual events are people that I like never met before. Um, so a lot of this is really just through social media and, and building, building that community. And so do you generally do your brunches is it all in the same city or you travel? So the goal was to begin traveling. We were supposed to do a little tour and then we ran into COVID. Um, so right now, um, we're looking into implementing some digital and virtual events. Um, obviously, some things on Clubhouse, continuing to build out the club there and the community there, which which has been really great and really just a breath of fresh air because I was 
becoming very discouraged with like the whole idea of, you know, connecting with new people and trying to go to other cities. Um, so now this makes it easier when the time does come, um, we'll already kind of be able to build out there. So hopefully looking into the latter of 2021, we'll be able to get back on tour. Yes, I love a tour and COVID really has done us all dirty because everyone's traveling plans, everyone's growth and expansion like physically um, has kind of been limited. So we've kind of had to, as creatives, get really, really creative with how do we utilize the internet and do like virtual things. Um, So for you to be, you know, already in the mindset of thinking, okay, how can I do brunch and empowerment and networking, but virtual? Exactly. (laughs) yeah the the royal tribe i know my um my audience they're listening and if the vibe is right we definitely showing up so the clubhouses you can definitely count us in it's been difficult but like throughout 20 yes yes and we also throughout 2020 did uh some instagram takeovers where we allowed uh women from different cities to kind of come in and do a day in the line of branches um so that's something and that's going to be ongoing this year as well. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. So how how does that go? It's like on Instagram Live or on our IG, um, Ball State Love Brunch. Uh, we'll have different uh, women entrepreneurs pretty much just take over our Instagram as if it was their own. So they'll be introducing themselves through the network, uh, to the network through their own ways, whether it's like IG Story, IG Live. Um, some of them will just post on the TL, um, but different ways of, you know, how they communicate. That's dope. So over the entire time that you've been doing this, have you got to kind of see a lot of collaborations kind of come from you putting people in the right place at the right time to be able to meet people? Yes, certainly. Like being able to see vendors make new con- new customers and seeing those pictures get posted like oh they bought this at our event um seeing, being able to connect different people with oh i have questions like in my la- our last brunch uh we had a publisher speak and i know people who were looking to become you know a self-published author and they were able to connect with her and, and get that process going um so it's always great just to see the outcome of the actual networking there have you learned anything um about yourself during the process of creating all of these beautiful relationships between women what what has it taught you about yourself um for me i think originally this was kind of like work um but as i transitioned into it i i was able to prioritize this as like a part of self-care for myself like being able to provide an outlet for women and being able to like this is something that i need so being able to hop on Clubhouse and chat to like, you know, being able to connect with people like you is is very beneficial to me as well. Um, so I've, I've been able to gain so much through just doing this. It, it's not work. It's just like building a sisterhood. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it feel just different whenever you go from working a nine to five job and just basically working to make someone else's company what they desire it to be and then you having the opportunity to do the exact same thing but it it feels so different because it doesn't it like feels it feels so it different <laughs> yeah 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 and i felt like originally like going through the process of like getting graphics done and like you know content like all the back and stuff and just like booking spaces and just like everything i was just like oh this is so much but now i'm just like i love everything about this like i love everything about these events I love all of these people. Um, So I'm really sad that we're not able to have events right now. Mm -hmm. 
um, because that's really become like a part of me to be able to have these three to four events yearly. Um, So just kind of trying to pivot now to still be able to be a real part of the process. Which I feel like is something that as women that we do naturally well, being able to, like you said, pivot, change things up. We are very flexible. Okay, this is how things were working, but now we're gonna do it this way because gotta make adjustments. Exactly, yep. Yep. (laughs) And like I said, just to constantly bring things back to Clubhouse, I'm very fortunate that I was able to kind of, because originally I didn't know how I would utilize the platform. And I'm like, I'm probably not going to be on here very much. Like, um, but to actually be able to take this, uh, the brand to another level through a, a different media is really awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, so are you kind of enjoying the Clubhouse platform a little bit more than like Facebook or Instagram? Or are you still in the phases of like getting to know Clubhouse? Um, still in the phases of getting to know, like I said, for me personally, I'm not like the biggest fan of it, but when it comes to like the boss babes of French brand and the community, it's like, I want to be on here talking to y'all every day, all day. So I'm still (laughs) trying to find that balance of like, you know, being on Instagram, making sure we're still doing the takeovers and, you know, rolling out these clubhouse conversations and stuff. So trying not to lean too much towards clubhouse and still give us our Instagram and maybe some Zoom panels throughout the year. Yes, girl, I love a Zoom panel, okay? Conversation yes. with the nation. <laughs> um, okay, so what can we expect from you, Jasmine? We are at the tip top of 2021 right now, the beginning of the year. What else do you have in store for us this year? Yeah, so this year we definitely are working on some events here in Philly just open back up so things are a little bit open not as restricted so we'll be having some intimate events throughout the year probably towards the end of quarter three I mean quarter one excuse me um in March for women's month that'll be our first event um also like those online activation zoom panels clubhouse discussions our instagram takeovers uh everything digital as we're still in this weird transition time um, and hopefully we'll be in the year with a tour. So I can definitely say from my opinion, I feel like you are a woman who embodies um, femininity, that you are a very feminine woman, but you are a powerhouse. And I, the reason why it was so important to me for my audience to be able to, to speak to you and to speak to a woman who is a boss, who is very motivated and very driven, um, because people have an idea that femininity is something that is a little bit of a pushover, that's very soft and just, you know, yes. someone who isn't um, just what it is that you and what you embody to me. So... I think it's very important that we as women recognize that our femininity can look like a lot of different things and you can go, um, you can actually be the Beyonce, the Oprah, the the Jasmine of your brand and you could be a powerhouse and you could still be a divine. Yes, thing. you can still be soft. You can still be a lady. Um, and I, I'm so happy you said that because I, I that was my biggest thing going into 2021 is like really just being able to realize that my femininity is power that is my power that's what I bring to the table and uh, and a lot of my male colleagues will let you know like we need a woman here like we need this in our space like you keep things together um so don't ever think that you know being feminine or being a woman is makes you lesser than because that is our power 
Yes, there is so much power in the way that we're able to get things done from our creativity, from the way that we communicate with one another, the way that we approach and handle um, negative situations or any type of, you know, just conflict. We handle it a lot differently than our male counterparts. And there's a lot of power in being able to complete and put together you know, whole brands and businesses and brunches, there's so much power behind everything that you do and you do it, you know, in um, some fancy makeup and high heels and, you know, you're cute, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but you still handle business. You get it done, yes. That is the power of the divine feminine. So um, tell everyone where we can follow you on social media. We want to keep up so that we can be a part of the clubhouse brunches and the Zoom chats. And I mean, I'm not opposed to flying out to Philly for a brunch. <laughs> yes, I will keep you posted. I will will keep you posted in March. I'm going to keep it on your calendar. Um, you guys can follow Boss Babes Love Brunch. That's Boss Babes Love Brunch on Instagram. Um, Boss Babes Love Brunch on Clubhouse. Um, you can follow the room and I'll add you as a member. It's great to see that the community has grown to like maybe over 1,500 uh, people in maybe a month's time. Um, so it's awesome. Follow us on Instagram. Check us out on Clubhouse. You can follow me on Instagram, Sincerely Jasmine. Also, Sincerely Jasmine on Clubhouse and everything else. Um, so yeah, let's connect. All right, Jasmine, thank you so much for tapping in with the Queen X podcast. We appreciate you so much. And I will be seeing you at the end of March for this brunch. I'm going to be in Philly, y'all. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to it. I'll see you in March. Thank you so much, Queen. You are very welcome. Have a good one. I want to give a huge, huge, huge thank you to Jasmine once again for stopping by the Queen X podcast and hanging out with the Royal Tribe. We appreciate her and her energy so, so much. Um, also, another huge shout out to our sponsor, um, the Queen X podcast sponsor for January. Another shout out to our sponsor for the Queen X podcast. Afro Boho Vibes. I literally just got off the website and ordered me one of her crystal pipes. So I definitely will be tapping in and utilizing that while I'm doing my journaling. Um, if you guys are on this holistic wellness journey of um, going and discovering the inner goddess within and you are utilizing the I Am Woman Reflection Journal, you can get it on Amazon. We are going to be tapping in and going like full scale. Um, a lot of the episodes coming um, in the month of March are going to be focused and centered around the practices that are in the journal. Since they've come out, um, we've had enough time for people to order them, tap in with them, utilize them, um, and kind of kind of get going and, and dive into it. So now I want to utilize it as the journal and the workbook that it is meant to be um, and do some training classes with it. Do some, not really classes, but you know, just teaching. I'm going to be doing a little bit of teaching on the podcast. It's going to be fun though. 
there's going to be some crying, so I don't know how fun it's going to be, but it is going to be refreshing. Um, so if you haven't already gotten your I Am Woman Reflection Journal, you can use the link in the description. You can go ahead and make your purchase. Get ready for March because we are going to be full tilt all up in the reflection journal, um, diving deep. If you are not interested in a journal that's going to give you um, assignments and and give you um, practices and exercises and you just want a journal that you can like free flow in go ahead and pick you up the uh, ash free thoughts journal that is also on amazon the link is also going to be in the description um if you are a member of the royal tribe newsletter then you know that um once a week i i'm doing better about this but literally once a week i am sending out emails for you guys, um, seven days worth of journal prompts, um, just to give your mind some type of flow and exercise and get used to um, where your mind should be or where your mind can go when you're journaling. It doesn't have to go there, but it can. Anyways, um, I think that that's all for me. I'm about to hop up out of here. You will not hear from me via the podcast for the month of February. Month of February, um, I am taking Black History Month to be my blackest self. I'm just taking that time for me, taking that time for my family, um, taking that time to kind of make sure that I'm structuring the things that we're going to be doing in March properly. Um, and then I'll be right back with you guys at the very tip top first Monday in March. I don't know what that date is, but I know the first Monday in March, you'll have a new Queen X podcast episode from me. Um, so have your, I am woman reflection journals ready. All right. Anyways, that's it for me. I'm out of here. Make sure you guys are following me at Queen X Pod on Instagram as well as on Twitter um, and on Clubhouse. I am popping up in a lot of different rooms on Clubhouse. I'm literally waiting on my very own Queen X room to be um, approved, my Clubhouse to be approved. Um, So we'll have our own space on that app where we can literally communicate and talk with each other. Um, almost basically instantly. We're going to be on the platform together, not just on the podcast. Um, Definitely sign up for the Royal Tribe newsletter because while I'm gone for an entire month not doing podcast episodes, that means that I'm going to be writing to you guys a lot more. So you can catch me in the emails, um, sending you just fun stuff, lighthearted stuff, but also some education. I'm going to be doing some quizzes and um, kind of informative posts and things on social media and in the um, Queen X Royal Tribe Facebook group about the seven archetypes of divine feminine energy. So teaching you what those seven archetypes are and you can kind of decide where you fit in on that, um, who you think that you are. Um, And then I'll see if I can find some quizzes that someone has already created that'll kind of tell you exactly where you fit in or if you're a blend or a mix, which a lot of us are. So anyways, I'm done rambling. I'm done chit-chatting. I'm out of here. Thank you guys so much for a beautiful season and I will see y'all in March. Peace.